Want to learn even more about the Ontario wine industry than from listening to this podcast? If you head to iwig.org, you can sign up for Ontario's Brave New Wines. This is a four-week certified course where you'll learn about the ins and outs of Ontario's wine industry from the people that actually make the wines. Parts of the course include learning about wine and food pairings and a visit to three of Niagara's wineries. This course starts on February 25th, so sign up soon at iweg.org. I-W-E-G dot org. You're listening to Two Guys Talking Wine with Michael Pincus and Andre Pru. Well, this is something new. This is. You're in my you're in my studio this time. You don't yes. usually come down to see me here, but we are, and we will be doing a uh, a review a review. Sorry, uh, we will be doing a um, interview later today. Yes. So with uh, Len Panicetti. Yes. Which may or may not come up before or after this this podcast. Well, I, I think we've now just set the table that this is after. What we've just done is a tease to oh, future right. content. So there you go. Uh, and Whose studio is more glamorous? Is it yours or mine? I really don't know. My Mine's got more stuff in it. Yeah, that's true. Like, I got a lot of stuff in this room. Like, there's a lot. And we could even play background music if we really wanted to. I think we're good with that. Okay. Uh, <laughs> but today I thought, what a what an interesting opportunity we have to uh, try some really old Rieslings and try them live. And I'm really looking forward to this uh, because over the holidays, um, one of the highlights for me was opening the Concerto series from Vineland, which was from an 09 vintage. Um, and I was told by a couple of people that it was ready to drink now. So and? I rushed into it. And? It's still young. I, I'm, I'm actually a little heartbroken that I opened it as early as I did that being said, I got to enjoy these wines still in their youth, lots of fruit. I mean, 09 wasn't an outstanding vintage. I think most people would say for yeah. Ontario, it certainly wasn't 10 or 12 when we're talking very about Very wet, heat. very good for acidity though. Yeah, The acids were great, the sugar was great, uh, and these wines were great, but not showing signs of age really yet. So in front of us, we have a glass. There we go. And we have... The spittoon. <laughs> I love that you tap the microphone yeah. with the plastic Just cup. Just wanted to give you an idea <laughs> that we've got our spittoon. We're not sitting here, you know, uh, getting drunk at the desk. And uh, let's let's kick right into this. Yeah, let's I'm get, looking let's forward. Right we, so we, we have how many how many bottles? There are here? nine, uh, running from 05, 06, 08, and an 09. Where's the 07s? I have no 07. Okay, I'm good with that. No 07. And uh, I probably do, but I, I didn't pull them out. I don't know. Just, no, we're good with Just that. yanking. And uh, we do have one ringer, although we do know what it's going to be. It's, yes. There's a German Riesling in here, uh, an older German Riesling. So we're going to kick it off with the Flat Rock 2005, just his straight Riesling. They do make two. They make the um, Nadia Vineyard, and they make the uh, regular, I guess. Is regular the word uh, to use for it? Sure, let's sure. let's go with regular. You're regular. So this smells so good. <laughs> so we've got uh twenty mile bench, VQA. Yeah, you know what? Uh what are we What stone uh, and honeycomb? 2017. So we got a twelve year old Ontario Riesling from a hot vintage. Oh five I was still in university in Regina. The city that rhymes with fun. Mm. Okay, so the fruit has started to fall off. It does, and so is the acidity. I don't think the acidity is there. Really? I find the acidity creeping up at the end. I mean, on the mid-palate, the acid's not as sharp as 
a Riesling in, in its youth, but um, I mean, it's, it's palate cleansing. It's pink grapefruit cocktail on the finish. I'd give you that. It's yep. got a, a nice, it's, it's more honey and mineral on the nose and on the front. Yeah. Little, little bit peachy. Yeah, definitely some peach on that. Some pear on the mid palate. I, I, I will disagree with you on the acidity. I'm really not finding a lot of it. 05 vintage is hot, so I think we're going to lose a little bit of that acidity. Well, it, 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 it is a little weird. Like, I'm giving you that it's it's the acids have started to fall off on, on the fruit, so it's really yep. pushing that, that honeycomb yep. note right through on the on the mid. Like, and it's almost got like a... I'm saying honeycomb because it's almost got a, a slightly waxy texture on the mid palate. Slightly. Like, this isn't like sucking on a candle or anything, but there's just something... Wax like, lips or something like that? Yeah, let's go with that. But on the finish, like, it, it's definitely like a pink grapefruit cocktail, so the acid yep. pushes up at the, at the end, but it doesn't hit the back of the tongue... The way a young Riesling does, it's it's all acid on the mid palate. It's it's not hitting the high note for acidity that I'm looking for, but I really did. I have to be honest. I don't know what I was expecting from a 12 year old 2005, because being 05 a a hot vintage, so I wasn't expecting too much. But I think this wine really did help hold up. Yeah. So, and just to let everybody know, we did not pre-taste these wines. I know we did a tasting uh, before Christmas. Yes. And we had pre-tasted those wines. Yes. This time we are live tasting so uh you're gonna get our our definite um honest evaluation of these wines sadly you can't buy these anymore no but um but but that being said i mean if you were to have a riesling from 2013 or 2014 a little cooler uh you could definitely hold on to those yeah, and if you have any in your cellar, a uh, great time to check Ooh. these out. Now, this is Colors, a... Color is striking on this. It's a lot darker than the, the flat rock. This is under cork, so we're looking at the same vintage, a 2005 dry Riesling from Trias. This one was under cork, flat rock, obviously under uh, screw cap. Oh, I'm not liking the smell no. of that. Oh, my God. But we are professionals. We will push through. All right. Oh, that's that's oh, that's like a gym sock that's been hanging out in a bag for too long, like in a hockey bag. Yeah, but there's like a um, a rotting fruit note on oh, it. Oh yeah, that's that's rotten and that's it's, rotten it's to rotten the core. Peach. It's rotten peach. Rotten to the core. Let's give that a taste. Mm 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 mm. I can't spit that one out no. fast enough. Nuh uh. Oh. Nuh uh. Sorry, I didn't bring any bottles of water. You're going to have to just live with that one. Oh, holy God. Okay, yeah. All right, so the Trius 2005 <laughs> Dry Riesling. If you have any in your cellar, may I recommend you run, not walk, but run to your cellar to throw that one away. Yep. That one was... There's no redeeming quality in that. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, God. All right. Okay, we're on to 06 now. This is a quick one. Oh. All right, so uh, Herndor 2006... Uh, Pachariva Vineyard. So it's a single vineyard Riesling from 06. Cooler vintage. Okay. Uh, you know what? I'm just going to pour you a little bit in your glass. You may want to do a, a little rinse from that, uh, that foul last. Yeah. Although, all right. So, all right, cooler vintage. Let's see if we can get some... Some audio in this room yeah. from the pour. There we go. Okay. So Pachariva Vineyard, 2006 Herndor. Twelve point seven percent alcohol. Cork closure. This smells like uh, burning plastic. Oh, well, that's like like literally like like a burnt like you've thrown a grocery bag on a fire. <laughs> I'm gonna assume that happens a lot in Regina. 
I like to play with fire. I'm not allowed. <laughs> I am not allowed to buy fireworks. My girlfriend will not let me. That being said, I still have all ten fingers and toes. That's uh, pretty foul and flat. I not as bad that. as the Riesling. I mean, as the uh, as the Trius, but <coughs> this is not. I. I s I know we're looking, you're looking, oh my god, you should see, okay, the look on your face right now mm -mm. is the look of when you have a child and you tell them if they make that face, it's going to stick that way. That's the look on your face right now. I took a second sip just to see if it really tasted that way, and it does. I'm going to go for a third, but I'm not, I'm not At least with this, there is a little bit of fruit, tiny bit of fruit mm -hmm. poking through. It, it's bruised peach, bruised pear. Um, the burnt plastic has sort of fallen off, and it's moved to just like smoke but it's like charred wood you know what there's a there's kind of a funny uh pithy note to the finish yeah you know when you get like an orange or a yep a grapefruit kind of pith and it's got that feel on the tongue and um it's bitter and it's unappealing and it's angry and i think it's angry at us for yeah. opening it i think i think you're right uh we okay will... so this is our last bottle under cork last bottle under cork everything else is under screw cap uh, this is an 06 semi-dry Riesling from Vineland. What would this have costed? Um, you know what? I want to say it's like uh, 10 or 11 bucks. You it see, wasn't... even the color on this, I, I haven't I haven't smelled it yet, and we haven't pre-tasted these wines, but the color no. even looks a little healthier on this. It's like, it's a golden yellow color. Yeah. Okay. That's interesting. I don't think it's... You know what? It's not as bad as the last two. No, it isn't. But it's not, it doesn't draw me into the glass in any way, shape, or form. This smells like white wine. Mm hmm. That's all it smells like. Yeah, it's, it is a little flat on the nose. Like there's no, there's no mineral note or anything. It's just like, like you said, it, it smells like white wine. On the other hand, tasting it, I'm not. I'm not as offended by this one as I was by the other two. I could drink this while looking for something else to drink. Yep. I mean, it has aged well, but it's certainly not outstanding. I'm sure in its youth, this would have had a lot of fruit. I mean, the mid-palate is very generic, kind of peachy note. Yeah. Maybe... Maybe a little bit of lemon. A little bit. <laughs> but a little bit. And a little bit of that, you know, there's kind of a a, a bruised pineapple kind of, you know, when your pineapple starts to go yeah, brown. Uh, the the acid on this is a little sharper mm -hmm. than any of the other ones we've tasted so far. So at least it's got the acid. You would expect that from, um, from 06. Uh, I thought the Herndor would have also had uh, a little more acidity to it. Um, but yeah, the acidity has held up well. So there's definitely some sweetness there, which has probably helped it age a little bit better. But but the thing uh, is, it's not overly overly sweet. Even no, no, I think even now I can serve that. this wine to someone who complains about sweet wines and tell Big, them to, to try it out. Yeah, as I said, it's not offensive. No, uh, but if you again, this is a, like a public service. Yes, if you have any in your cellar, an 06 semi-dry Vineland, uh, drink it now. I would not hold that any longer. It is as good to go. I know you've been looking forward to this, so you know what? I'm going to hold that one back. Okay. I know, I know you are. I'm going to hold it back. 
because uh, first we're going to try... There's a few bottles on this uh, counter that I'm really looking forward to, actually. So, I think the last four I'm really, uh, really interested in. This one I'm kind of interested in. It's a Rockway Glen Estate Winery, 2006, just plain old Riesling. This was before they became Rockway Vineyard. And, you know, no offense to Rockway Vineyard now, but this is when they were not known for making good wine. Okay. Like, let's be honest, they really turned it around with David Stasiak. And when they changed it to Rockway Vineyard, but this is Rockway Glen. This is when they were first and foremost uh, a golf course. Okay. And decided to get into the wine, uh, into the wine game. So, underscrew cap. Oh six. The color is almost the exact same as the Vineland. It's that nice golden. Although. Hmm. See, this one to me is the burning plastic. Yeah, I've got the burning plastic too. And there's almost like a, a spearmint. Like there is a minty note to it. Yeah, well, that's not something we should be finding in Riesling in any way, shape, or form. No, it really isn't. The interesting part is I really haven't found any of those petrol or kerosene or gas notes that we like to talk about. Maybe a little bit. I didn't really mention it on yeah. the flat rock. Oh. Oh, Andre. Oh. Andre, now your face is going to stick that way. I should go punch oh. you in the back and see if that hurt, uh, that works. My mother used to say if somebody punches you in the back with okay. a face like that. This is wretched. Uh, okay, even though Andre has really sold me on it, I now have to take my taste of it. Oh, God. <laughs> that is um, incredibly flat. It's... Um, There's no fruit in it. Like, it's it's an assault. Like, it's... Do you know what? This is... Imagine a glass... Let's see if we can do this. A glass of apple juice that you have sat out in the sun all day. Yeah, but apple juice will still have some sweetness to it. There is no sweetness to this. There's... I'm saying it's sitting out in the sun all day, so it's... Now, all of these are at proper cellar temperature, but this is, you know... Ugh. Oh, it tastes it tastes flat and unappealing and... All right. It hey, tastes well, like I, I've pissed you off, like... Okay, that, that lives up to the reputation of uh, Rockway Glen at that time. The good news is they're making much better wine uh, these days. I think you would agree with me on that one. Yes, definitely. Uh, and this one was just an abomination. Okay. I, I think the bottom of the ladder has been reestablished. Yeah, that was not... That had no flavor whatsoever. That was... Well, it had a, a flavor. It was bad. Okay, here we go. All right, I really have some hopes for this one. Okay. This is a... Well, it would be a 10-year-old, let's be honest. We're only in... You know, we're only in early 2017. Yes. So this is a Featherstone Old Vines 2006 Riesling. If I'm not mistaken, this would now be called uh, Black Sheep. Yes. So I'm going to give you a little rinse. Yes, please. Before Thank we you. we move on, also uh, done in uh, under screw cap. But this is, if I'm not mistaken, and I'm I'm sure when Featherstone uh, listens, they will uh, correct us. Uh, but if I'm not mistaken, this is what became the Black Sheep. They no longer do an Old Vines. Riesling. So here we go. That's actually a heavier bottle. It should feel that one. It seems like it's heavier glass than the last few that we've. Uh... It's a significant bottle. I actually really like this old label too. I really do like their. I like their labeling. It's yep. very classic. Do you know what? Uh, the color is a little bit lighter than. Um... Yes, it is. Than the Vineland and the Rockwood. Yeah. The nose has got a bit of mineral still. The fruit is is bruised. 
but not offensive. But not broken. Yes. Bruised, but not broken. It's it's a lot of mineral, and it's it's citrus, like it's lemon. It's lime. A little pith note to it, too. Yep. Okay, I'm really looking forward to tasting this one. Hmm. It's it's mainly mineral. It's yeah. a lot of mineral and um <clears throat> I I would call the fruit whispers. The fruit's kind of just poking through. It's bruised peach, bruised pear. The acidity is it's okay, but that mineral really drives this wine completely. Like it really takes that old vine's um characteristic of of minerality. The acid is nice on this. Like it, it still grips the, the back of the tongue on for, the way down. That's the first one I'm gonna swallow. You know what? That's um, yeah. I'm not offended by that in any way, shape, or form. Happy to drink that. Yeah, it's it's uh, yeah. I mean, I wouldn't go so far as to say this is out outstanding in its age. No. But uh, yeah, that's that's a well-aged Ontario Riesling, ten years old, mediocre vintage, but good for Riesling. The acidity is still good. The minerality is still good. Andre is pondering. I am. You know, it's... Um, Battery's looking over my shoulder at something else that's on my wall, like my, well, no, no, my Canadian's Buffalo tickets. I'm kind of thinking about the fact that... Um, I know there's certain wines that, that would just be better with food, and um, I'm just picturing in my head what this might taste like with your sausages, your cabbage rolls, your pierogi. And I think this would be a very nice match to it with the mineral note and the palate cleansing acidity, and it might push the fruit up a little bit. That being said, this is, I wouldn't say this is outstanding, but it's its interesting how, it's, how it has aged. No, it's alive. That's, you know, whereas a few of the bottles we've had have been completely dead, these ones, that one is, is alive. So... Here's where we, we come into a, an off-dry Riesling from Ontario and a Moselle Riesling, if I'm not mistaken, that is correct. Yeah, it's a Moselle Riesling from Germany, obviously. I think we should start with the Ontario version and then compare it, same vintage, to how the Moselle would do it. Because both of them would probably be, this is an off-dry Riesling from Cattail Creek. Let's do it. So I think that uh, they would probably have the same amount of sweetness to them. All right, here we go. And, of course, we got wine all over the table. The color is significantly lighter, I guess, as we're getting younger. Yeah, now we're uh, two years younger into the 08. Although, I would say it was probably a similar um, uh, vintage to 06. You know, the, the two cooler vintages sandwiched 07, which was a hot vintage. I don't know. I got nothing really good to say about it. I got nothing bad to say about it. It's flat. I got nothing good to say about it. It's flat. Like, there's a little bit of sweetness. It's got, um, like, slight honeycomb, sort of like a funky, like... It's got a, a smokiness to it, but it's... I, uh... I don't know. I, I guess that's another one of those wines that I would... If I'm at a party, 
you know, there, there's two kinds of wines at a party. There's the yep. part, the kind of wine that you're happy to drink, yep. and the kind of wine that you look for something else. I look for something else yeah. with this. That's sadly. So the Cattail uh, 08 Off Dry Riesling, pretty, pretty bland, boring, uneventful. So here we have an 08, and this is the only one that I pulled that was in Ontario. I wanted okay. to see how Ontario s- stacked up to uh, an aged German. It's Reich, Reichsgraft von Kesselstadt. They're RK Riesling uh, in the pretty blue bottle. Ten and a half uh, alcohol. What was the, um, looking at the cattail, it's 11 and a half. So here we go. I like the color. Yep, very pale. It almost looks like there might be some effervescence to this. Well, very pale. Oh, yeah, still very pale. Oh, it's got a nice little sweet mineral, peachy pear nose. I could dive right into that glass just smelling. I know you've gone right to the tasting. I don't even know if you smelled it at all. All right. You're holding it. You swallowed. Yeah. That's a good <laughs> That's a good sign. That's um, That's got the sweetness I, I guess I'm looking for in a German Riesling. It's got that perfectly balanced with acid. The acidity is fantastic. Lemons, limes. You know what? That still tastes as fresh as the day it probably was bottled. And it's interesting because you have a nice mineral note that goes from start to finish. Yep. But right alongside parallel, it's this like honeyed note. Mm. But... It, it's Peachy sort of like the air. nice flavor of honey and the nice aroma of honey without the sweetness of it. You know, like just the slight florality to it. Is that a word? Did I just Flor- make up a word? You made up a word. What yeah. the heck? Florality. That's, wow. That's the best wine we've had today. Mm-hmm. I don't even want to, I don't want to spit any of it. That's, wow. Well, um, German reputation really, uh, really stands up because that, uh, it's a well-deserved reputation. That is, that's a fabulous reasoning. Mm-hmm. That may be the bottle we go to, uh, right when we're done. Uh, okay. And for our last bottle, we're going to go even younger. 2009 Old Vines Riesling, 13th Street. And the color keeps getting lighter. It does. Well, obviously, with the as we as we climb the youngness chart, is that such a thing? A youngness chart? Yeah, sure. We'll, we'll make it a thing. Okay. Florality and youngness chart. Hashtag both. <laughs> the thing is, we're not even swallowing this wine, so it's not like we're drunk. No. This smells great. There's a minerality to it. I'm but getting. It's almost a... like there's a concentration of aromas that even the German. Riesling didn't have. Yeah, the German one was was quite light in flavor. This one's got that minerality, but I believe there's like a, an apple juice kind of quality to this one. But it's just it's very intense. Yep. climbing out of the glass. Hmm. Granny Smith apple, apple Jolly Rancher. But no, I'll not give you the sweet, Jolly Rancher for but sure. Not sweet, not Jolly. Yeah, jo- Jolly in a in a in a tart kind of way. Yeah, minerality comes through. But I, I, you know what? I still have to lean just slightly to the one year old older German. I actually think I'm leaning towards this Thirteenth Street, if anything, because of the concentration of of 
aromas and on the palate, the concentration of flavors is just a little more intense. There is a nice, the there is a nice intensity to it. I will give you that. That being said, this this would still be. I, I would drink this sooner rather than later. Yeah, like you can see that the uh, the mineral note is really starting to punch through the fruit. And the acidity is is quite good on this one still too. I I don't find it as well balanced as the German, but I do find the intensity to be stronger. Yeah, this is this is bone dry. Yeah, the thirteenth fruit is bone dry. It it would be nice, I think, with a little bit of a little bit of sweetness to it. Twelve percent VQA Creek Shores. So, but I mean that's that's still nice. That's still nice. So I guess the last last two were were probably the best. Yeah. Uh, the RK from uh, Germany and the Thirteenth Street. Actually, uh, you know what? I think before we say which are the best, we need to go back to the Flat Rock that we started with. All right, because I think that was the best of the the older lot. Because we tasted a lot of uh, not so tasty wines in between first and last here. So, okay, so we're going back to the Flat Rock 2005 Riesling, just to, now that it's been opened, just a little bit longer. We did pre-open these, but the... See, that's the thing, is this Flat Rock has a very nice concentration of the aromas as well that I, I think was missing from the German wine. Yeah. You know, the German one was that, that as you said, pretty florality to it, uh, you know, the sweetness of fruit, the balance, uh, whereas these two, the 09... 13th Street and the 05 Flat Rock, they do have an intensity to uh, their fruit. Which is just to the flavors in general. And this is all like pink grapefruit cocktail. It's nice, but it is interesting to, to see how the acidity is quite a bit lower on the 05, especially next to the 09 13th Street. I, I, I find the 05 Flat Rock to have a little bit more pleasant palette presence say that five times fast overall palette presence no pleasant palette presence pleasant palette presence keep going that's one <laughs> pleasant palette presence oh geez i can't do it got him <laughs> so you know what i'm picking the 05 flat, flat rock as my favorite out mm -hmm. of the bunch here i i think if this is what I was uh, choosing from out of all, all these bottles, the Flat Rock is one I would gravitate towards. Yeah, you know what? I think I would too. For the Ontario, I would gravitate also towards the German, but let's go with the 8 Ontario. Surprisingly, it's the one of the oldest bottles we opened, yep. which is the wine we liked the best. So a 12-year-old um, Riesling. And just uh, this would have been 1695, I think, well, when you bought he, it. Well, here are the observations that, that I've got. So... My th my top three would be the Flat Rock 2005 Riesling, the 13th Street 2009 Old Vines Riesling, and the Reichsgraf von Kesselstadt Riesling as, um, as your top. I would I would put that too. I would probably change your order a little bit, but uh, I would put the no. You know what? I'm going to stick with that order. The three that we like are all sealed under screw cap. cap. All of the cork wines, uh, all of them were 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 not well represented. No. The old, yeah, the Vineline one was drinkable. Okay, drinkable. but I mean, it wasn't it wasn't stellar. And you have an older one by one year with a flat rock, which I think, you know, uh, was heads and tails above it. Yes. So. Sorry, I, I was just taking my last sip out of that glass. Yeah, I think these, uh, so it does show, uh, first of all, that Ontario Rieslings do age. I, mean, I think everybody knew that, so not, I don't think we're um, 
we're breaking new ground here. Well, that being said, I, I don't think any of these bottles were more than twenty bucks at the time you bought. No, them. no, that not uh, not one of them would have been. So, so a small, small investment to see how these wines would age. Yeah. So, I'm happy with that. I could. I, I think we should uh, wrap this up and and go drink some wine. Okay, sounds good. Thanks, Andre. Thanks, Michael. Thanks for coming down to the uh, to the pit that uh, that uh, Donald's Geraldo called tacky at one point. Yep. I don't know if uh, you would say the same thing, but uh, oh no, this is this is very glamorous. Oh yeah, this is where this is where the magic happens. You've got an electric pencil sharpener. I do, and it's I very actually fancy. and I actually use pencils. See, <laughs> it doesn't have the same effect as doing. No, no, it doesn't. But I can tap it with yeah, the pencil. Yeah, now now we're just wasting time. All right. <laughs> Andre, I'm Michael Pingus from MichaelPingusWineReview.com. I'm Andre from AndreWineReview.ca. And as always, good night. Good night. Thanks for listening. Please subscribe to Two Guys Talking Wine on iTunes.